So for Dark Encounter, how did you get associated with this production? Well, um, I, it's very boring because I was just <laughs> um, sent the script by my agent uh, offering me a, the part that I played. And um, I, I read the script and um, I thought it was a really interesting part. And I said, yes, it's such a boring story. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it all? Was it all filmed in uh, PA, or was it filmed in, in Canada? Because I kind of, I kind of got a Canadian vibe from from some of the locales. That's great that you that you think that. That's brilliant. That's what we wanted. But we actually shot it in Yorkshire, England. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, some of it's uh, just a, a little studio in Yorkshire and then the uh, Yorkshire field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so setting is PA, but filmed in England, then you have to put on kind of a, a northern North American accent. Uh, that yeah. Was, I, you have you have you have the most convincing American accent, even even better than mine, because I kind of had to get rid of my southern drawl. But yeah, it's, yours is just so convincing that I did not know <laughs> at, at all until just recently. I was like, oh my god, I, I can't believe that she she was an American. Oh my goodness, I'm so happy to hear that. That's really nice. Thank you for telling me. That's giving me loads of confidence. Thank you. We're going to go around being annoying and talking in American accent all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> how how difficult is it to maintain uh, an American accent uh, with all the idiosyncrasies that go with uh, with our with our form of the dialect and and having such emotional range in this kind of film is is it taxing at all or does has it become more and more uh, natural to you? Um, I I find it. Um, the degree of difficulty depend, depends on what the part is. Like like you said, but with the emotional stuff, it is hard to maintain the accent when you're when you're upset. But um, luckily in this film, I don't speak too much, so I um, I was pretty quiet, and it's all sort of going on internally. But um, sometimes when you get emotional, your accent goes like haywire, and you're like, oh. Jesus, when you get to ADR, you're like, what was I doing? Um, but I also noticed when I was living in America, because I, I live in Scotland now, it was much easier when I was living in America to do the accent because I was hearing it all the time. Uh, but now I just hear it on TV. Um, <laughs> the the emotional part of it, uh, which for for the people that are haven't watched the film yet, I, I want to keep it kind of spoiler-free, but uh, it's about a family who suffered a loss of a child, and the loss yeah. is still kind of unknown. They don't know exactly what happened to uh, to the child. Yeah. But it's it strained the relationship between the husband and wife and the the father and son. It's just it strained the entire family. Um, how do you get yourself into a headspace of this kind of character? Do you do a lot of prep work for building up to it, or is it just kind of a process that unfolds as the production's going along? Um, so, uh, sometimes, um, well, I, I would say mostly it's what happens on the day. Like, in the weeks leading up to it, if there's sort of any prep 
that you do, but then that's all just intellectual prep, and that doesn't even really help with the when you're playing someone as traumatized as this character. Um, oh, I'm so sorry about that noise. I'm just walking past a building site. I'm going to run. Hang on. Get away from that noise. Can you hear that? Uh, yeah, I can, I can oh, barely hear it back so there. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I kind of just have to access my past um, uh, traumas and pains and um, whenever I was, was uh, feeling devastated or, or lost and kind of go into that a bit. So it, it, it's quite painful, but um, I think it's um, quite cathartic to do it. I suppose it's probably quite indulgent, really. Uh, when you're done with a production that has that kind of uh, emotional strain to it, are you able to just, just drop it right after the production, or do you kind of have to give yourself a little bit of self-therapy to move out of that character's um, uh, emotional state? Um, I, I, like Within a day or two, I'm just laughing my head off. I'm like, oh, thank God, that's over. Um, but during the production, and even during the production, like, I can still have a laugh and stuff, but most most of the time when I'm filming dark stuff like that, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty grumpy, annoying person to be around, really depressed and just really um, detached and I sort of go retreat within. Um, but uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I'm probably a nightmare. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I think I can shake it off quite quickly afterwards. Otherwise, I'd just kill myself, I think. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I didn't have, like, a set visit opportunity for this movie then. It would have been perfect for a very awkward yeah, time. Like, yeah, this woman is a nightmare, yeah. <laughs> uh, when when you read the, the scripts, when it comes to the um, the last, like, uh, quarter of the film, did you, did you have any reservations about how the story was going, or were you satisfied that this is how this family's uh, story would conclude? Oh, I, I liked it because it, it was quite surprising. It, um, mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming, and I thought it was really unusual. And um, I, I loved that it was just so visual and, and kind of goes deep in a different way. Um, and, and I thought, oh, that would be really interesting, and I didn't know how they were going to do it. Um, so, yeah, I, I find it surprise, surprising, and I hope the audience finds it surprising in a good way as well. <laughs> Would it be fair to actually classify this as like an alien movie, or something about it seems a little bit more spiritual than that? Uh, would you Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's like a supernatural home invasion thriller, but it's also really very much about loss. I mean, when I read it, I kind of saw it as it's kind of a meditation on grief and and all the the sort of terrifying, unnatural events that are taking place that night, I kind of saw it as hallucinations that my character Olivia is having in her in her state of acute pain. It's like these grief hallucinations, and um, it was kind of interesting to look at it that way. What was one of your uh, favorite scenes to film uh, in Dark Encounter? Ooh, I loved the stuff when we got to watch the drones, that, you know, the... For the alien, the what's the air alien alien spacecraft? Uh, they use huge drones. I've never seen drones so big. Um, um, 
and uh, it, it was like watching, you know, a, mo- a movie while you were shooting it. It was, it, you know, it wasn't CGI. It was just there. It was so cool. So they were just they were three massive drones that they used for the for the lights in the sky sequences. Well, they had one massive drone, and then they had the other two were just lights that they were beaming up. Um, I think at one point, and then there was two. Sm- I'm not sure exactly, but I think at one point there was three drones, but two of them were held in place, and one of them was moving, um, and then the other time there were lights. Yeah, it was a combination, and it was just. It was so cool. <laughs> I, I I thought it was all. I thought they all did that in post. I know it was a, a practical effect. I know it looks, it looks so yeah. good, and the color palette in this film is is very interesting. I didn't expect it to be so vivid in places, but it really it pops so much. It's such a pretty film. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, there was something about your costume I found interesting. It was the the, the denim dress. <laughs> was was that oh, a pain God. to have to wear that and act and do some some light action scene in something that looked that stiff? Yeah, especially because the pockets weren't big enough to hold all the stuff that I had to hold and and like <laughs> stuffing stuff like torches and guns or whatever it was down the waistband. It, it, it was. Oh, ridiculous. That was so silly. Yeah, it was a mistake in retrospect. Uh, One of my my last questions, which uh, for all the years I've been doing these, I rarely have a chance to ask anyone this that's not inside the U.S. Uh, What what advice do you have for those people that are looking to break into the entertainment business? What do you have to say to those newcomers that are trying to find them? In, in what in what role and in, in what career? Uh, as as, an actor, a, you mean? as act, yeah, as actors. Um, oh God, I mean, I think I used to think you, that you know, getting for me, I went to drama school because I thought. I don't know anyone in the industry. How else will I meet people? That's the only way that I know that you can get an agent because they have shows at the end of the you know, the course and you meet an agent. But now I think um, write your own stuff if you can. Make short films if you can. Get like I, I heard it recently about this group that get together, all take turns in the different roles. Like somebody is DOP, somebody is sound, somebody directs, somebody acts. And they all rotate the roles for each other, and but that way they get their own short films, and then that way you have a showreel for an agent. And um, so I think that's a good way. 